got Welcome. Tits. Hey, this is my show, asshole. Welcome back to the Trees and Nylon podcast. I'm your host, Trees and Nylon. And I'm joined today again for part two of his episode, um, <laughs> Mr. Admin of It's Nothing New. Thank you so much for being back on the show. It's been a while, but thank you. Of course, I can't believe I'm here for a second time. I know. Not the many first people one was just see too it. good. Yeah. Overwhelming, <laughs> overwhelmingly positive reviews. Um, 3,000 plays. Maybe oh. I'll make the number higher. 3 million plays. Um <laughs> on we're having a uh, second date <laughs> yeah this is our second date um i wore my Reese cooper shirt for you on today's date uh i wore it so that you could say take it oh take it off i don't want you wearing that and then i'll just be shirtless oh for the God. whole podcast so yeah excuse my language but uh-huh no nah, just excuse my language <laughs> okay yeah no that's cool yeah i will i'll excuse your language <laughs> well <laughs> Uh, for those who maybe aren't caught up, this is the Trees and Nylon podcast, where normally we talk about trees and also nylon going through a past and present future progression with both of the topics. But uh, Mr. Nothing over here has already been on part one, where we talked exclusively about nylon. So today we will be exclusively talking about trees and also answering some nylon questions. Nylon again. Yes, we'll be also talking about nylon, and then part three will be trees, actually, <laughs> and part four will be the questions. <laughs> um, no, God, no, I couldn't stand being around you for that long. Damn, it's time. I guess I only get two dates, not th- the third. No, one. what I'm doing right now is I'm, um, I'm like gaslighting you into thinking that I don't want to be with you, but then because it's going to make you want me more. Basically, that's what I'm doing. I don't know if I want to work that hard, but okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. No, that's cool. I'll, I'll chill then about. I'll chill with it, um, Mister Nothing. Yes. I guess we'll just jump. We'll just launch right into it. Uh, talk to me a little bit about going outside. Do you go outside? I guess is the first question. Um. Yes, I do. I, okay, I wanted cool. to be more witty and say no for some reason. Right. But... Stop. Stop talking. Stop. The second part of the question <laughs> is. <laughs> All right. No rambling. Yeah. Tell me. Uh, the second part of the question. Could you shut up? No. <laughs> the second part of the question is, uh, tell me about your past with going outside. How'd how'd you get started with uh enjoying nature, the outdoors? Now you can talk. Mm. Now you have the floor, and I won't cut mm. you off. Okay, okay. I think go ahead. Growing up in California, you're just surrounded by it most of the time. And I think it's weird. Like my parents are immigrants and I just felt like it was such a trend amongst mm-hmm. them and their parents to bring their kids on like trips that they wanted to go to, which was like, you know, a good thing. So I was wait, exposed wait, wait. to you're saying that it's an immigrant thing to bring your kids on trips. No, I think it was just like an immigrant thing to go to be more of a tourist. In those areas. Hmm. Now, as a white man, defending the white people here, when you think of when you think of a tourist, what do you think of? What do you think of here? I think of beer belly, Hawaiian shirt, sandals, khaki shorts down past the knees. That's what I think Mm -hmm. of. 
when I think of tourists. But man, I don't know how to explain it in like a in the proper way. But like mm-hmm. growing up, it was just like such a trend for you know my my family specifically. Um, had never seen anything like Yosemite in their country, right? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to American tourism, I think the national park system is like heralded as like one of the greatest in the world. As it should be. Uh, <laughs> I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. So? It's be- I think there are more fascinating like geological places in the world but overall i think like i guess the diversity in the west like you know the american west itself is like kind of like unfathomable in mm-hmm. such a close proximity it's know? like every we have the united states has every single biome every major biome in it if you yeah. include like hawaii and alaska mm-hmm. um which is like crazy you know yeah like i think it might just be your that. like anti-american sentiment which i understand i agree uh playing into into effect here because as much as america yeah. has done a lot of bad things and isn't the best <laughs> the national park system is amazing and i love it and you no, know I, when I when I go to other countries and I see what they have or I hear about what they have in other countries, like it just seems like it's so much more well put together. There's so much more of it. I guess it's a bigger country also, but there's so much more to explore, and it just it's nicer in my opinion. But that's just me. I've also never been to a Canadian national park, and I've heard that the Canadian Rockies are much prettier than the American Rockies. Yeah, I mean. Who knows, you know, it's like everybody will rep their own country in terms of this stuff, like sports teams. But mm-hmm. yeah, growing up, it was just like that. Then, dude, it was like so integrated in, well, when it comes to San Francisco, you have like the Presidio area and like biking, you'd go from like, it's really pretty, like foggy forests, and then like you go through Golden Gate Park, be like these meadows right next to like you know the coast, and then into the city. Like I feel like California is one of the very few places where you can actually have the proper balance between nature and like city. Why motherfuckers always be escaping LA? Again. Do you think that's too much? Do you think too many people are out there in nature? Do you think it kind of, like, kind of ruins the experience? No. Okay. Very good answer. Um, Moving on. <laughs> I don't know. That's just a, a different topic, you know? Like, of course, yeah. it's going to be conflicting and will affect the area just because of, like, simply by traffic, right? Yeah. But again, I'm not trying to ramble because 
my haters are gonna kill me this is an anti-rambling did you get any <laughs> did anyone say anything to you about your last episode yeah they were just like fucking hate it wait really oh no. okay i was gonna say i didn't hear anything about it <laughs> no, they were just like damn he calls you mr nothing that's kind of fire it's it like, kind of fire i was like damn yeah that is kind of fire. um no i was just like surprised my friends listened to it yeah that's it. my friends like, listen. thanks. my friends will listen to the podcast but i told them i told them don't you dare don't even shout don't out to even. my friends though for real yeah shout out to my friends i said don't Always listen to us down not mine they're Damn. fake as hell <laughs> okay i got you we're friends now yeah yeah thanks man Thank <laughs> we established that pre-pod that we are friends now or we're not we're not actually friends anymore because i'm wearing the Reese cooper shirt though right yeah he ruined our friendship it's okay i'll take it off <laughs> yeah please I was actually planning on, I was feeling a little, I was feeling a little mischievous this morning when I put it on and I was like, it would actually be pretty funny if I did the whole pod show this. Cause like, Wait, who are would you both... really wearing, are you really wearing one? Does yeah, I am. Oh. I am. <laughs> look, look at it. Look, it's the Mount Wilson observatory shirt. Damn, he took the, took the pods off just to turn around. All right, now take it off. <laughs> They actually did. All right, let's do this. Let's do the pod now. Um, are you answering? Wait, are you sorry? Asking me just the regular pod questions? Yeah, this is just a regular yeah, pod. Okay, but okay. This isn't any viewer questions <laughs> yet. I was just like, are these the questions we crowdsourced? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Um, anyway uh so going outside what what were some activities you did besides when your parents dragged you on vacations did you enjoy like you know hiking biking skating like anything outdoors yeah. as a kid i mean you know just learning or like being supposed to camping the idea of camping for the first time is like traumatizing you know imagine being a kid and being like bro i can't eat regularly i gotta yeah. sleep in a tent not my own bed you know you're a spoiled ass brat and mm -hmm. you're kind of just like taken from that situation and you're just like i feel like it makes or breaks if you like camping or not or if you're gonna be a glamper or not too mm -hmm. um, but i think like in How high school feel? How'd you feel about it when you first went? Were you one of those kids that was complaining or did you enjoy it? I feel like I enjoyed it because if it were more traumatizing, I would have a better story. So it kind of just like, you know, fizzled out in the ether of my memories. But yeah, I think I, I, think I liked camping growing up. But more so like middle school, mm -hmm. I would say. That's when like, We'd go on snowboarding trips. Oh. Yeah. Um, like with your family or with your school? I think with my school. Oh, nice. Yeah. Then, you know, I got more, I guess, I don't know how, 
you know, the activity, like activities became more frequent, like around high school. Cause then that's when we actually had more trips. We would like actually have proper, like class snowboarding trips because I went to a private school and our class was like, the school in total was like 250 kids. Oh, wow. Yeah. And our class was like one of the biggest, it was like 40 something, but focused a lot on like activities. So we would go Yosemite for like our bio class. Um, we would go to this place called Albion. Um, and we actually like go canoeing. Um, we'd be in a cabin mm. and we would like go around the beach coastal area for that mm-hmm. class and like pry off limpets off you know rocks and like analyze like their shells and shit nice yeah but, very cool uh, yeah, um very, very what was like stuff. what was your favorite what was your favorite trip from that time period that you remember maybe something that like sparked the love of nature in you mm. There was a very amazing like backpacking Yosemite trip that we did. I believe it was like a 26 mile round trip hike. Whoa. Yeah. It, and that was my first time ever like, you know, backpacking. Mm-hmm. So like, oh my God, horrible experience. Like when you're backpacking for the first time and like you're ignorant ignorant about it <laughs> just carrying like 50 pounds of weight like I, I think i actually carried a actual pot with me in my bag why just because you thought it would be a good idea because like my idea of like ultralight stuff wasn't even you know and I, I didn't even think about that stuff it was mm. just like damn we're gonna go backpacking what can I bring? <laughs> Obviously you think like you're going to go as light as possible. But even then my backpack was like, I don't know, blanket lined type of like sleeping bag. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. It's a backpack. I think rather than sleeping bag. But yeah, it was no, just okay. like that. And my backpack was also just, you know, the regular type of like typical rucksack that wasn't mm-hmm. it was made for backpacking but like a little bit more casual in a sense i feel like if you're yeah. a serious backpacker you have like a you know you have a better setup but yeah but you know aside from like all that i don't even know what shoes i was wearing but once we got to like um the camping spot right next to like a beautiful lake in like the backside of Yosemite. And I just remember like my friends and I would just be chilling there, jumping into jumping off rocks into the lake. It was yeah, I think one of my favorite trips during high school would have be that specifically. I wish I could tell you the 
the location, but I'm gatekeeping, I guess. <laughs> Yo, what? As you should be. <laughs> this, I like how you just whip out your, yeah, it was exactly like, you know, like just an REI like type of bag, but I'm assuming. Was it like this? Is, this is like a 65 liter Osprey bag. Yeah. Dude, if I could somehow go into my memory right now and take photos mm-hmm. of what younger me was wearing and tell you, I wish, I really wish I could, but I just remembered the experience rather than the equipment. Well, it sounds awesome. It sounds, I mean, yeah, at that age and even now, maybe, I don't know. I think I, I definitely think about equipment now more, I think because of where I am as far as, you know, trees and nylon being a lifestyle and all that. Um, but I think about experiences a lot more. Like the first thing I think of when I think of my trip to Hawaii was like all the amazing beaches and hikes I went on and stuff like that. I don't think about Oh yeah, no, I was using the REI Flash 22 for my backpack that day. And uh, on this hike, I wore the uh, La Sportiva Ultra Raptor Mint. No, I don't think about that. Maybe afterwards when people are asking like, what should I wear? Like, what did you bring? And it's like, oh yeah, of course I brought this. Like I can recall it very easily, but it's not, it's not the, it's not about, it's not about the nylon. It's about the trees. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of what? I don't know. What were you going to say? Huh? What were you going to say? (laughs) Again, Uh, I just think people need to focus on the experience more than the gear. But the gear definitely is a aspect of the experience. But it's not experience. If you have bad gear, you're not going to have as good of an experience. But it's not really about the gear. It's about the experience. The gear just aids in the experience being better. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit about your present now. How often do you get outside these days now that you're not in middle school anymore? Um, now that you're in high school. That's a, that's what I'm going to say. Now that you're in high school, that's the rumor I'm starting, <laughs> that you're uh, 16 years old. Uh, presents. Still the same, yeah. I think. A lot of frequent climbing trips, for sure. Nice. With a bunch of friends in LA. Mm-hmm. Um, because my working hours are weirder than most. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of free time to, you know, just go to Bishop since, you know, I'm in LA now. Bishop is in the Eastern Sierra Nevadas. If you're familiar with, um, oh God, what's that town? It's like a oh, really yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. known yeah. for. Uh-huh. Known for. They're Western. Western. Like, Museum, uh-huh. museum, the Western yeah. Museum. Remember the Alamo? <laughs> Western Museum, California is what I'm googling. Hold on, let's go see. Is it the Autry Museum, or is it the Museum of Western Film History in Lone yes, Pine, California? Lone Pine. There we go. Yeah, that that drive on the Eastern Sierra Nevada is some amazing because Lone Pine is like the entrance to the base of Mount Whitney which is like Alabama Hills is an amazing like area to see the mountain range right there Mm. being at the bottom of it it is BLM land so it's like oh wow yeah 
and it's the highest Alabama. mountain in the contiguous United States. Yeah, so if you really are getting the mountaineering, mm-hmm. um, California is one of the places to be at. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh, Carlos Berrigan, friend of the pod, at I think Carlos Berrigan on Instagram. He's crazy. He goes on insane uh, camping trips up in California, and I very frequently screenshot his story and post it onto my story because it's just it's wild it's so cool all of his shots are so like here let me show you one a little sneak peek i mean it'll probably have been on my story by the time this comes out but like he just posted this the other day i like how you try to show it to me on the screen rather than just yeah well it to me? <laughs> but then you have to click off a zoom and it's a whole thing but anyway super cool i love that guy and uh he makes me appreciate california Cause I know California is cool for nature. Cause like, you know, you got the redwoods, you got Yosemite, yada, yada. But like, I just, I, you got the for desert. some reason I never in the desert. Yeah. And I never think about how diverse the scenery is there. It's pretty crazy. I mean, California's just big, bro. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. <laughs> like just driving and getting to all these places is a mm-hmm. toll in itself and on your car. Yeah, what else is cool? I mean, in your oh, no, when you you're in LA, you're just closer to the desert. So there's Death Valley, Joshua Tree, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you go down to San Diego, Anza Borrego, and you're just so you're close to Nevada. So I know people go to Red Rock, but you know Utah and Arizona are right there as well. Who said Red Rock? Someone I just recently talked to said Red Rock. Uh, I think it was Nicole. I think she said she wanted to go to Red Rock. Yeah, she's the only person I've talked to recently. Damn, that's all. (laughs) Yeah, actually. So (laughs) what I normally do is I'll like um, the podcast will end and I'll just like turn off. Like on my computer, I'll just like slump down on my desk until the next episode comes out. Um, You really and then I'll just like turn. Yeah, I'll just turn back on and just like here I am again where I left off a week ago. So. Yeah. You make a meme yet of um tide pods, but it's really just podcasts. No, explain. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think there's anything to explain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. Yeah, thanks, man. That's really good. Uh that, that's I'll just good make one. it, I'll just make it and send it to yeah, you. Yeah, you make it and then we can see how the public reacts to it. <laughs> Yeah, do you have anything else that's super cool that you do these days? Damn, these days. Yeah. Are you just? Yeah, maybe I'm just washed because I haven't yeah. done anything. <laughs> you fell off, bro. Yeah, uh, production stuff has just been busy, and people don't realize like the gas being so expensive. There's like other costs to worry about, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how much is gas over there right now? I mean, if you're looking at like what the highest price is on like one you know one of those gas stations that always has the highest price i think yeah. it went from 789 dropped down to like 759 for premium but i think the average is 6 20 30 
right now for premium. Wow. Yeah. And you are paying that paying that premium price because you drive yeah. premium cars. Un- yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. That's <sighs> you, that's your fault. How can you say unfortunately? It's it's up to you what, what cars you drive. I don't know, man. Cars are expensive and I kind of just like got handed down this car. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's a little I bit different though. Never mind. It's not entirely yeah, your I choice. Did, dude, I didn't ask to be like, yeah, I'm gonna get this car because it takes premium gas you still have the raptor yo yes does it take premium gas no unfortunately unfortunately it doesn't (laughs) you want to you want to be at the premium (laughs) tank every time no it it should taking premium but according to my friend who is letting me watch over it he's just like it doesn't need it I found no difference in gas mileage or performance when I put unleaded and premium in it. Maybe if we put okay. racing fuel in it. You should do that. You should put jet fuel in it. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, you should it put would, jet fuel in it. It would either go really fast or just blow up. That would be sick, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe I'll do it for science. That's a good idea. You should and, do it. You know, science. just wreck a hundred thousand dollar truck that isn't even mine. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. Anyway, we're getting a little topic here. Um, that's okay though. This is the Trees and Nylon podcast. Um, your host. I'm the host, Trees. I'm joined today I'm by. Nylon. This is Nylon here. Um, <laughs> All right. Next question. Are we? Uh, yeah, I got one more question for you, and then we'll move on yes. to the, the fan questions. Oh, okay. Actually, I'll say that in a second. Um, also, I'll, I'll get your opinion on something. Um, <laughs> the last part of this is, tell me about the future. Do you have any exciting trips planned? Would you like to go anywhere? Is there somewhere you'd like to go back to? Is there a sport you'd like to get into? Answer all of those in that order. Go. Um, future. I think... I would just love a specific setup for all the stuff I'm doing, especially with my partner. So I really want to get a rooftop tent again and being able to like overline a bit more. My car is definitely not suitable for that right now. Um, I don't know. I think I would love to explore. I would love to do an actual like cross country road trip and just like. Oh, wow live out of my fucking car mm-hmm. but obviously i'm not white and don't have hella money so i don't know mm-hmm. when that'll be but that's the dream cross-country yeah. road trip that couldn't be too expensive except for gas right because i mean if you're living out of your car what are you spending money on besides gas food the hell well you spend <laughs> money on food anyways yeah you're right maybe i should just be hunting out of my car no, 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 no. I'm saying like you're already spending money on food. It's not like the food price is going to be different because you're living in your car. You can like, you know, just bring like a little stovetop and cook like MREs oh, yeah. and stuff, you know? Yo, imagine. Here you go. Um, you could make it all the way across the country. I, I, think, I think it's a very attainable goal. Yeah, I think it's a very attainable goal, honestly. 
I would love to see somebody marinate an MRE and try to eat them. <laughs> marinated <laughs> gross. Um, yeah, it is just gas, but again, initial cost for like gear that you don't already have, which is just the rooftop tent, which is yeah, pretty expensive. Yeah. And getting um, it installed. Getting it installed that. is actually very easy, but people don't ever think of like, I need a roof rack to put mm-hmm. that on. Um, if it's not a cross-country road trip, I would like to spend my time more out in like Grand Tetons and mm. Yellowstone. I've only gone once oh, during wow. the winter and it wasn't that great. So I have yet to go again and like, you know, see that part of like America. Yeah. That is my favorite part of America, Pacific Northwest, Yellowstone Glacier. I want to go to the Tetons. It's my fiance's favorite. And she said, we have to go back. I think that's going to be our next trip is Grand Tetons. Tetons. Yeah. The big tits as the French have named. The big tits and then probably Yellowstone again. Cause she didn't have a very good time in Yellowstone because it was winter and everything was closed because yeah. of bear sightings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the winter is like such a hard season to like enjoy unless the place has a dedicated like snow sports area. Mm. Um, what else is in the future? I would just love to travel internationally and see other places too, specifically Southwest Southeast Asia. I was about to say Southwest mm. Asia. I was like, what? <laughs> Southwest Asia. <laughs> <laughs> well what would southwest asia be let me look at a map real quick what would southwest asia be where does europe end and asia begin Eurasia. um southwest asia would be like iran maybe is it the middle east that's it's, it's not its own continent though the continent yeah, of eurasia hold on i gotta look at my map too Okay. Oh, yeah. Saudi Arabia and all that are considered Asian. So is Turkey. No, no. Yeah. They, oh, sometimes all, Turkey yeah, isn't. Which people don't actually know because they're categorized specifically as the Middle East. And Russia is in Asia. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Interesting. I thought it just kind of, I thought it just wandered over to Russia because they're white. I mean, that's why, you know, what is this? Kazakhs, like food from Kazakhstan and like Mongolia is like so interesting because it's literally in between like really like China. Yeah. Really like, you know, specific borders. Yeah. Interesting. So Southwest, Southwest Asia would be like, like Yemen, Oman, Saudi Arabia, something like that. What are, so interesting. It's literally called the Middle East, but it is the middle. It's in the middle of Europe and Asia. East, though, I guess East comes from our America-centric view of things. My friend is from. Jordan and I have yet to 
So is my Would friend. love to visit. My friend is also from Jordan. Isn't one of the world's seven wonders in Jordan? Am I making that up or no? Statue of Zeus, Temple of Artemis. Oh, Petra. It's just considered as one of the most precious cultural properties of man's cultural heritage. Oh, it's only considered one of man's most important yeah. cultural properties. Yeah, not a wonder. But yeah, I would love to visit Jordan sometime. I would love to go back in time and just like see these things, you know? Like, I'm reading about the period, seven like wonders. Correct? Or like before the wars? <laughs> um, Like golden age of Rome, I think would be cool to okay. see. Just like fly over, you know, just like fly over it. Um, Not actually be involved in life because it probably smelled really bad. But, um, you know, golden age of Rome. Yeah. Or like Han, China. Yeah. My friends who have traveled around China, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know any of these places that they've been to, but, Mm -hmm. you know, I couldn't memorize in my head. I just know that, like, the mountain ranges. God. (laughs) Yeah, the mountain ranges. Or just, like, those really tall, like, spike type of mountains coming from, like, bodies of water. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of crazy stuff um ben greenwood lived in china for just i don't know like a year six months or something just because he wanted to go over there and he posted a ton of super super cool photos of going on hikes and like you said there's like just like jagged peaks rising out of nothing Mm -hmm. just like covered in trees super different um landscape to what i'm used to but very cool stuff um, but yeah, I mean, Han China, uh, AP World History passer here. Um, Han China lasted from zero to 200 or from 200 to 200, roughly. Um, and that's when like the Great Wall was being built. All these amazing shrines and temples were being built or were built at the time. Right after the Warring States period. Very important. China had a lot of Warring States period where a bunch of dynasties try to control all of China. And then one of them would win. And then they would fall. I remember that really well for some reason. Yeah. I took that class I like definitely six years ago. I do not ago. remember anything about China's history when I was yeah. in school. I, I couldn't tell you specifics, but I could tell you that the Han dynasty was very important. And also they existed about the same time as the Romans, which is something, which is something that like i don't know i think like growing up you don't understand that like all of these cultures existed at the same time and maybe it's just my mind but like you know you know about the like, greeks romans like ancient chinese mm-hmm. like ancient indian societies like when did they all exist and a lot of them existed at the same time which is crazy um to think about that like you know you hear about like caesar and cleopatra like knew each other um, but Cleopatra didn't really exist during the height of the Egyptian empire. It was kind of at the decline of it. That's why they had to ally with the Romans. She was a micro-influencer. She, yeah. <laughs> they had to ally with the Romans for like protection because they weren't very strong anymore because it was the decline of their empire. Um, and the Romans were on like the rise of their empire. Uh, 
very very cool very interesting i'd love to imagine watch some more crash course videos <laughs> i just wish there was like an anime about all of this if there was an anime about all this um a history lesson fgo it, maybe <laughs> it's not exactly correct it's just but, being anime yeah um crash course is uh, animated shout out to them they got me through ap world <laughs> and I'll t- and i'll take a look into yeah it's good they just they literally make videos about like everything look up like you know you're talking about one no but a chinese it's on china yeah or it's on it's on china it's on youtube <laughs> yeah it's it it's about china yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm telling you man <laughs> just look up crash course history like warring states period and then you can just watch like a five to 10 minute video about everything. And then you have to absorb all that information and then regurgitate it onto a test and then get above a three to get credit for college. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway. (laughs) um, Yeah. Southeast Asia. I would love to see Um, just because of tiger stripes stuff, but I keep hearing from all these vintage collectors that it's dried up over there, but I'd still love to see, you know, Vietnam, Thailand, Laos, Cambodia, all those places. Then, you know, make a trip back to Japan. Um, where else do I want to go? I still have no inkling for Europe. I still can't prioritize that place for some reason. You want to go or you don't want to I, go? I don't know. I do, but I don't. Because it's kind of just like I've seen people post their trips, and I'm just like, I get the idea. <laughs> Listen, I get the appeal, but it's just not for me. But other um, than that, I think sports. Yeah, because you're rambling now. Now oh, yeah. I get to say it. No, I'm okay. just kidding. It's your pot, actually. I did. I did. Yeah. I did ramble about Crash Course history. <laughs> I would love to get into backcountry like snowboarding. Just back because the gear, snowboarding. Yeah, the gear is like crazy. And interesting. Being able to travel to certain areas, like mm-hmm. I've yet to go to um Whistler in Van- is it in Vancouver? North of Vancouver. I don't know if it's in the same province or not, but um because I'm a ignorant American. Mm-hmm. And like Hokkaido in Japan, I heard is one of the best places to, you know, have a winter, you know, just as a winter sports area. Mm-hmm. Well, go yeah. already. Bro, <laughs> I wish I could just, you know, go for work and bypass the visa oh yeah and closed borders of a country but you know i'm just it is it is quite difficult to get into canada right now they'll this literally be like you're mr nothing what are you doing here you turn around as you say you say i'm literally <laughs> mr nothing let me in and they will be like oh yes sir yo i remember this is good be a tangent but i remember right. when i was living in japan you know you would travel to another country and like 
refresh your tourist visa. So mm-hmm. we get another three months. I'm like, if you really knew Japanese, like the language, and had a reactionary time to respond to things, the customs agents would like get you by asking, do you, do you know or do you speak Japanese? Mm-hmm. And if you like instinctively react and just say, you know, yes in Japanese, they know you're definitely you trying to live there. It's just hi. Can you say it? Um, in a more so, Japanese way? <laughs> yeah, do do one like in a really stereotypical way and then do one in like an, how an American would say it. Do both of those for me. Uh. I feel like I need to sit up. Yeah, yeah this is good. Um, so when a customs agent is like, is oh, it? okay, okay, I'll I'll be the customs agent. Okay, yeah, yeah, imagine yeah. that I'm saying this in Japanese. Um, what do they ask you? <laughs> say, sorry, say it again. What do they ask you? Um, do you understand Japanese? Or okay, do you cool, cool, Japanese? cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm the customs agent. You are you. Okay, ready? Uh, imagine I'm saying this in Japanese. Do you understand Japanese? Hi. And I which one was like that? that? That was yes. That was yes. No, no I'm that, saying like, that was, was like, that? That was like how a Japanese person would say it. But then if you're American, obviously my, I mean, like my accent would probably, I don't know if my accent is good right now. I just woke up, but anyway. <laughs> Um, you actually speak Japanese? No. Oh, hell no. I wish. Okay. Cool. Well, I mean, <laughs> in a way to order food and get around. So, like, mm. the level of a kindergartner, probably. So, you said, hell no. But then then you said, yes. You're like, oh, <laughs> hell no. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh-huh. I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe, like, the three years of Japanese that I took in college will suddenly Weeb. come out of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Weeb. You know, I just, I just, you know, have family in Japan, so I. No one you knows. Know, that makes me. No a one weeb. knows that. No <laughs> one knows that. Like, I, I know, I know what you look like, and I can make assumptions. No one else does, so I can just call you whatever I want. Yeah, it's okay. People can know me as a weeb. Good. What's your favorite anime? Ooh, damn, that's hard. Top three. Top. Okay, we're. This is. We're officially moving into questions. Three? We're moving into questions, and um, this is the first question. This wasn't asked by a viewer, but this is now the questions. Uh, top three anime, no order, just top three. Wow. Um, I can give you mine. Anime, too, not manga, anime. Yeah, I'll give yours first, because I think for me, it just, like, it really depends on... The day. Not the day, but just, like, what I had, like, you know... I don't know. Like thought was very impactful in my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Top three anime of all time for me. No order. Odd Taxi. Ooh, yes, that is a very good one. The second season of Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho. I'm still like on the. You're on the fence about it. Yeah. Mm, that's a shame. Um, <laughs> third. Third is hard because there's a lot of shows I want to put up there. But it's like for different reasons. So yeah, I'll see, give that's... you like I'll give you like honorable mentions. I have like I have basically five. I would say the second season of JoJo. 
Like, yeah, uh, I love JoJo too. Battle tendency. I would I would put that as like super. It wasn't like very deep. I didn't I didn't feel complex emotions, but I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, so I would put that up there. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I'd put that up there because um, it just felt like like I got my fiance to watch it, and she does not watch anime because I was like, listen, it's kind of like. Think about like Game of Thrones level like storytelling and just like interconnected stories and stuff. And like there's no filler, you know. Everything has like a purpose in the plot. Uh, and she actually enjoyed it. So that's up there. And then the last one that's up there for the nomination of third spot would be uh Evangelion. Man, um okay, I would say for me, mm-hmm. in terms of story. Yeah. Um, I loved Fully Cooly. Fully Cooly was a like very very short series. Is that like FLCL or whatever? Yes, FLCL. Okay. So what people would know. Um. Oh my God! There's just so much, bro. Like. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be judged very hard for some of That's this. That's okay. Stuff. This is literally like for me, you, and like maybe two other people that watch anime, no one else is going to know what we're talking about. Yeah. So I mean, you like, can go, go ahead. It's crazy because Nat, um, my friend that I hadn't told you pre-pod, um, she's like absurd when it comes to like her knowledge in this. So like at her oh. house, she has a bunch of figurines and stuff. Oh, nice. Yeah, and, like, she will, like, remember certain mangas or animes, like, from way back. And, like, one Mm -hmm. that came back that I was just like, damn, I totally remember this was Claymore. Claymore was, like, a crazy anime where it was just mostly all women. But um, main character Claire would be, like, fighting, like, these weird demons just like Mm -hmm. i don't know it was just like a crazy and like very violent okay anime and like i was watching this like maybe like middle school high school um so it stuck with you yeah there is also um Oh damn! When it would, I guess if those you are two, more. you need one more. Um, like as a main one, growing up too, it would either be mm. Yu Yu Hakusho or Samurai mm. Shampoo. Just like as a you classics, know, yeah, yeah. But there's so much good anime out there, you know. There is depending on do like you read. Do you read story. manga as well? And uh, thank I, you for I, the thank you for people who are listening because no one wants to hear this conversation, <laughs> but I want to have this conversation. Uh, do you read manga as well? I used to, depending on like how far mm-hmm. the animes would get. And I just like, fuck, I gotta, yeah, gotta continue. Gotta um, I was really into like that with One Piece. Then I kind of just like, oh, One Piece. Yeah. I kind of got stuck Yikes. with life <laughs> stuff and just couldn't keep up. Yeah. But I also have yet to read Chainsaw Man, which I keep hearing is a really good. Oh my, what? Are you serious? Yeah. I, yeah because I'm, I don't know if I want to wait for the anime adaptation mm, that finally I don't show, think the anime or, is going to cover the whole show. 
I think it's yeah. going to get through most but... of part one. Part two just started too. So like you could. Oh yeah, you yeah. Could no, be... no, of course. That's yeah. how it is. But like, you know, I enjoy Spy Family as an anime oh, yeah? right now. You didn't like it as a manga? No, no. Manga is good. But like, I think they did, you know, really well with adapting it. And like, okay, yeah, for screen time. So like, yeah. I'm not worried about Chainsaw Man. But obviously, like if you there's like certain nuances of the manga that you get over a you know roughly thirty minute, not even twenty three minute episode, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would definitely read it. It's just gonna make you more hype for when it comes out, hopefully soon. That's I, that's just what I'm saying. I I would read it. I think it was like if we were to rank, I'd say like, mm, I don't know if I could do just three honestly because Berserk, Berserk, oh, God, Berserk. Um, what is yeah. this serial experience? I mean, yeah. Um, oh, seven of JoJo, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, season one of Death Note. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people have been putting, watching like Gintama, mm-hmm. off, but it's a actually really funny anime once you get into it, because it's um. Oh my god, who's that um prolific Japanese um Kurosawa? So, you know, everybody loves Japanese noir film. Kurosawa was the one who like spearheaded Japanese cinematography, right? And what's his face who made Star Wars? Uh George Lucas. Yeah, George Lucas was inspired by Kurosawa. To make Star Wars, to make a fucking think, samurai cowboy. I think Ark talked about this on his episode. Yeah. I think and he did. Did he? I th- I think he, he talked to me about it. I'm not sure if he talked to the people as a whole. His episode was like four hours long. So I can't remember yeah. everything we talked about. But I'm, I know we, we talked about films and I know he mentioned this guy. But yeah, Gintama basically memes Star Wars. Mm. Because it's like period correct samurai stuff yeah or samurai era <laughs> but it gets invaded specifically by aliens so oh interesting yeah it's a it's a funny anime i oh, really do enjoy my, that add to my list dude there's like i don't know eight seasons or something like that yeah. it's, it's it like looks, a lot it's ranked number six though on my anime list yeah it's a really Which good one all that matters is how high other people think of it I never form your list. own opinions on things. Only like popular things. It's not. It's or not even your. Like, it's our anime list. <laughs> it's our anime list. Exactly. <laughs> um. All right. That's enough of that. Seriously, okay. stop talking about that. All right. I'll say. Um. I'm watching Spriggan on Netflix right now because a friend recommended it. Pretty interesting for the first episode, and people were asking me what anime. I had posted because one of the characters was wearing a Gorka suit because they were Russian. So, oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, okay. Hey, when you when you eventually come on a Patreon episode, we'll we'll talk about it for like an hour and a half. All right. But for now, we're moving on to actual viewer questions. <laughs> Analog dot off says, "Why is every drop the quote unquote last drop?" And then they said, "Listen to this." Then they said, "LMAO, JK, don't ask him that." You know what, analog off. If you're gonna write something like that, you gotta own it. All right. 
you can't say, oh, I'm just kidding. No, you can't. You gotta you gotta say with your chest. But anyway, yeah, what's that that's your question, Mr. Nothing? Why is every drop the last drop? What'd you say? No, no, no. That's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. So, because, so don't 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 cheap yourself out by saying, just kidding. Yeah. Ah, don't ask him that. I'm going to ask them. You put it on my story. Wait, did he did he even ask another question after that? Or he he was like genuinely curious. Yeah, why is every drop the last drop? That's what they want to know. I wish he followed up with another question, but (laughs) (laughs) you can't just say LMAO, just kidding, don't ask him that. And then then not ask another question. (laughs) (laughs) Because it just makes it seem like he really wants to know why. Yeah, but he doesn't want to he doesn't want to come off as rude, (laughs) I think is the is the thing. Maybe we shouldn't answer this question. I mean, I can't answer the question. It's gonna be you that has to answer. (laughs) Um with the nature of dead stock fabric and how we find things, it technically is the last drop until we somehow find more of it. And that's it. There you go. Like, I hope you're happy we, with that. Maybe we'll restock here and there, but, but I mean, you know, it just depends on the channel that we release it in too, I guess. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that hard posting a drop helps more than just putting it on story. And sometimes we just don't have the content to do a hard post. Mm. That's it. There you go. There you go. There you go, Analog. I wish you had asked another question. <laughs> <laughs> you could have followed up, bro. Come on. Um Next question. Altmanius would like to know. Good raw denim question mark? Oof. Damn. Good raw denim. Question mark. I guess it depends on what you like. Do you like period correct stuff? Or do you like what is the most accurate to a Levi that is Japanese Mm -hmm. or premium Japanese? denim which means like truly you know pioneered and made in japan like material um i don't know what would i guess i recently have heard of a jeans brand called tuki Okay. And supposedly the designer has like combines Japanese heritage with the idea of denim. So he would find the correct dyes used in military fatigues. I don't know if it's in Japan or if it's actually like an American influence and he would dye the cotton that way. And make denim, which I thought was like pretty cool in comparison to like trying to replicate the most period correct Levi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I would just say that because everything else you can just look on self edge and just be like, argue what is good. But overall, I haven't heard about Tuki before. I believe that is the name. You can probably re-clarify that if I figure out 
something else. Another okay. name for it. Yeah. There you go. Do you have do you have another suggestion for raw done numbers? Tuki the one. I feel like I don't know. I guess right now, personally, I'm wearing sugar canes because I guess 1947s are like the most straight like pant that is not like the anti-fit ones, which was what, 1950-something, I forget. They're all, it's all weird. Denim is weird. The fit just is not right at all. <laughs> nice. All right, next question. Almanius asks again, another question. He asked the question for analog off. Uh, he did, he, he picked up the slack where analog failed. Um, tell us about the black and white diamond pattern fabric on the jacket you're making. Oh, oh man. So for the sample that we made, mm-hmm. um, I found for some reason, Japanese nylon twill is really hard to come by specifically in the States, nylon twill in general. I don't know why, but I think it's just because I guess it's just regionally made. So it's like in New York, $33 a yard, Mm -hmm. which is like ridiculous. But um, we've been trying to figure out how to like get costs to like, you know, a desirable, yeah, you know. As you should. Yeah. Like I want to make stuff cheaper, but making stuff domestically and the time that we put into like trying to figure it out, problem solving and just the production aspect of it. It's like, takes a toll, bro. The amount of times I'm at the, fa- at the factory, like every day, like, I don't think people realize since nothing new is like just basically a one man operation. Mm-hmm. I have no time to write as much mm-hmm. as I wish I could with posts focusing on this stuff but yeah we found 80s nylon twill that they mm. use for ma1s and pfd which means prepared for dye and it's white so we're trying to figure out the printing or i guess the sublimation for the nylon twill to get the diamonds and then properly quilting the diamonds because i hand quilted that jacket by Mm. cutting out diamonds from black and white nylon twill but that takes too much time than like cutting the pattern pieces from like that would make it an incredibly expensive jacket so we're trying to figure out the easiest way for production by getting this white nylon twill sublimating black diamonds on it then finding a quilter to quilt and combine the nylon with the polar tech fill and basically follow the diamond pattern with the stitching. Hmm. So that's still in the works. We have yet to, you know, figure out how well the sublimation person that we found is and if quilting the polar tech is feasible to mat, like, you know, properly like have it look clean. So yeah. 
the stitching of the diamonds like you could barely see mm-hmm. and then from there pattern match the pieces so the diamonds are laid properly on the body so you don't have like that mix match unless people like that i don't know uh, like for me i really don't mind it because it comes off as like a camo to me yeah where it's randomized but yeah currently working on that and the summer version of it but just finding the perfect materials is just you know difficult so it's a mix of like dead stock fabric and like new fabric but it's coming stuff the jacket is coming guys it is it is coming okay the people are foaming at the mouths waiting for it um well, those are the questions I have for you today. Nice. Um, you got any questions for me? No, but I did have some thoughts. Okay, yeah, give me some thoughts. <laughs> I guess we'll end it with... Yeah, um, we'll end on your thoughts. What are your thoughts? No, I was just thinking the... I guess the dichotomy between vintage and what people consider like the fashion industrial complex. So designers in general. And I was just thinking um, why people like what they're into in a very, like it's very binary, but you know, vintage affects fashion. Fashion also affects vintage. And I think it's just the type of stories that people like. And I just see vintage as more of nonfiction, right? Because of its origins in history, depending if it's like militaria or like other decade or period correct, like eras people like. And then I see designers' fashion as fiction. And playing around with the idea of like, fantasy and the story and people like that you know people love having a store behind like their clothes and i've noticed that with like vintage collectors and people who are like fashion archivists or just like enthusiasts that's cool Mm -hmm. but i think you know one shouldn't be more than the other a good balance is nice all right some thoughts yeah. some thoughts some but thoughts. obviously people people can be you know people can like whatever they like and it's still cool as long as it's not corny yes or egotistical yes people can like what they like as long as it's not corny or egotistical those are the rules mostly egotist- egotistical mm-hmm. yeah you can never be based unless you're cringe so being corny is fine you can never be based unless you're cringe. I'm pretty sure Confucius actually said that. <laughs> Writing that down. <laughs> That'll be a meme. Watch. All right. All right. Yeah, that's that's a thought I had, and I may we'll just end it with that. All right. Vintage nonfiction, fashion. Vintage nonfiction? Yeah, then fashion, fiction.
right? I hope I said that. Vintage is nonfiction <laughs> and fashion is fiction. That's what I was trying to get mm. at. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be so funny if you just explained the whole thing wrong and people are like, oh, okay, I get it now. If you just like did the summary of it. Mr. Nothing, thank you so much for coming on the pod yet again. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, in case you forgot, the way I do things is I'm going to stop the recording, not hang up, say goodbye to you off mic. But um, yes, thank you for coming on. Um, hopefully see you over on the Patreon at some point, patreon.com slash treats and nylon. Uh, I think that's all I got. Uh, thank you again. And thank you again. And thank you. Thank you again for coming on. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. Yeah, no, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I need a piece of this about this form.